Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. You take 10 minutes out of the day to walk in nature and to pay attention to what's directly in front of you. My name is Rachel Wheely, a comedian and human in the world trying to figure out how to be. This is episode 12, series 23 of Walk the Pod. Today I want to continue our conversation about self-respect versus self-esteem. I want to tell you a bit about the nature that I'm walking in on my local footpath in SW19. It's quite muddy, I can tell you that for nothing. And I want to talk about pace. Welcome to Walk the Pod. It's a bit grey and Miz today, I'll be honest. Being mid-January, we can't have days as beautiful as yesterday every single day in January. It was just stunning yesterday. Today is a bit more... It's, it's super overcast. It feels like it's just approaching a rain index. It's kind of chilly. So we have to make our own colour and our own fun in the day today. Thank you very much indeed to the latest Walk the Pod walking member, James, from Manchester, who sent me a text last night saying, are you asthmatic? Because you seem to be, seem to be wheezing a lot on the podcast. And, and people have said this over the last six months. We've spoken about this before. I went to the doctor in October who offered me an inhaler and I thought, no, I think I'm just going to calm down at work and stop being quite so stressed and see how that goes. Now, I don't feel remotely stressed at work now, and yet I did seem to be wheezing a bit yesterday. So I want to thank James, because I went to the doctor this morning. I've got myself an inhaler. I have got all kinds of things I can do to mitigate for this, and I strongly suspect it will improve. The doctor did say that it's cold, that there's a lot of pollution around at the moment, and all of their asthmatics are in at the moment complaining of having a particularly difficult time but she said uh, can't actually diagnose you with asthma I'm afraid so that's that's the answer to that one um, just possibly allergies exacerbated by cold weather but I do have a sexy blue inhaler now so that's pretty exciting and I did take it before I came out and I do feel better as a result so thank you to James So I just want to check in quickly about self-respect versus self-esteem before I move on to pace. I think self-respect is uh, very, very critical to being in the world. I have spent an enormous amount of my life worrying what other people think, deciding that I'm not going to worry about what other people think and then realising later that I'm still worrying what other people think just in a slightly less extreme way and the more that I actually genuinely don't mind what other people think not to say care but mind what other people think the better life is I saw uh, a little quote on somebody's Instagram bio today which said something along the lines of 
don't be dragged into other people's chaos drag them into your peace and if that is a if that isn't a motto for my for my entire life on an ongoing basis i don't know what is that's absolutely what i aspire to I'm going to try to drag people into my peace uh, as i walk past a sign which says please close the gate outside the wimbledon chase primary school and nursery no sign of the kids at all at the moment. I don't quite know why. Am I walking earlier than usual? Yeah, maybe. Maybe I am. It's 12. 12 12 right now. Fact fans. Uh, any thoughts on self respect and self esteem and whether self esteem is too contingent on external things that we have no control over? Please get in touch. Walkthepod.com. Now, I wanted to talk about pace because. I've consumed two things in the last 24 hours which which talked about pace. One was an interview between James Bryan, sorry, James O'Brien, do apologise, James O'Brien on LBC and Stuart Lee, in which Stuart Lee said that Jenny Eclair had described him as being like a tank in that he just slowly rolls forward and nobody really notices that he's moving. Uh, but his, his, what he was describing at the time was that when he was a comedian, he used to sit down in the mornings and physically ring all of the comedy clubs on a rotary dial telephone in order to book himself onto the bill. He would keep going until he got booked, and if he didn't get booked, he would ring again the next day, and he would carry on doing this at a really, really steady pace. Which is the sort of thing that comedians generally don't do. And when you don't do that as a comedian, you don't get any gigs. I think I was that comedian, in fact. I can learn a lot from this strategy. Just make a list of clubs. Contact them on a regular basis. And you can't ring comedy clubs to book yourself a spot anymore unless we're talking about downstairs at the King's Head and Crouch End, but you can't ring for a spot anymore, but all of these clubs have uh, forms and email addresses and so on. And if I really wanted to do comedy again, and who knows, maybe I will, that's the way to do it. So that was useful. And then the other thing I read as I was on the bus going to the medical centre this morning, was a story about the first uh, successful mission to the uh, South Pole. Now, we all know about the uh, Captain Scott mission to the South Pole, but I'm talking about the other mission to the South Pole, the one that was successful, uh, led by somebody who said to his team, we are going to progress 15 miles a day, irrespective of what's going on with the weather. And they did. Every day, they did 15 miles. When they got to the South Pole, they were... They were really close to actually reaching the South Pole. But they didn't do more in order to get there in one day. They did 15 miles, because they did 15 miles every day. 
when the weather was absolutely horrendous as you know this is weather that i would call absolutely horrendous every day but presumably they had some good days and some bad days which were really bad when they were having a bad day uh, they would do 15 miles and when they were having a really bad day they would do 13 miles but the point is that on almost every single day of that mission, they did 15 miles. Whereas the Scott expedition uh, had Scott pushing them well beyond the limits of what a human being can reasonably travel uh, by foot in the, in the Antarctic on a daily basis when the weather was good. And when the weather was bad, they holed up in their tents and went nowhere. Now, Obviously, there may have been more to it than this. We can't be sure what made the difference, but, but I, think, I think there's an enormous amount to be said for maintaining a sustainable pace, not exceeding it when you can, and not dropping it when you can't, but maintaining a sustainable pace. And if you can't sustain the, the sustainable pace, then it isn't a sustainable pace. So this is uh, something which I certainly recognise from podcasting. When I started doing Walk the Pod, I was podcasting every day, uh, some of the time, and then I would have gaps where I just sort of, I got really tired of podcasting every day and I didn't I didn't do some for a while. And then, and then I'd go back to podcasting every day for a bit. And, and the problem with that is that it's, it's inconsistent and it makes it difficult to work out what you're actually doing. So these days I podcast Monday to Friday for three weeks, starting at the beginning of the month. I have the last week of the month off to reflect on what I'm doing. And then I start again with 15 daily episodes of podcasts. And that is a sustainable pace. When I set out into the lunchtime weather and it is torrential rain or snow, I can still do it because I know that I'm doing one episode a day for five days, the weekend's off, back on the next week with five episodes again. And it's an absolute pleasure. It's not only a sustainable pace, it's, a, it's an enjoyable pace. I absolutely love it. So, um, so that's, that's really interesting. It was really interesting to read about Stuart Lee and his tank-like progress through the comedy industry. And it was really interesting to read about Captain Scott and how uh, a lack of a sustainable pace basically brought that expedition to a very horrible uh, and distressing end, whereas the other expedition made it and back to the South Pole. So there we go. Anything that makes you think of I'd love to hear it. Uh, This podcast is very much a joint community effort of all the poddies chipping in with what the things that I'm talking about makes them think about so that we then end up with a sort of collective understanding of something. So if that sparks a story or a memory for you, please go to walkthepod.com, press the button mark message and leave me 59 seconds of your beautiful voice. If you prefer to email me, you can email rach at rachelwheelie.com. 
And if you're in the Discord server as a Walk the Pod Walking Club member, you can also type any thoughts you have in there because I tend to bring quite a lot of stuff that gets put in the Discord server to the podcast. And if you have my number, you can send me a longer message via WhatsApp. So I'd love to hear anything that that makes you think about. And I would love to thank you for walking with me today. It's been it's been really lovely. This is actually the first walk for quite a while where I felt like I can begin to breathe properly again. <laughs> um, rest assured, I am looking after myself. I am going to go and have a cup of tea now. I'm going to keep my fluids up. I'm going to make sure that I rest. And I anticipate now that I've got a little bit of the correct medication, I will... I will start to feel much, much more comfortable on the footpath every day. So, lots of love. Please look after your beautiful mind. And I'll be back with episode 13 tomorrow.